0: Regular regular, features, regular, regular, regular features Regular, regular,
1: regular features Regular features of show Hello, I'm Joe Scrabbles And these are my bosom buddies no. Steve <laughs> Hogarty and John Longblind Oh boy, I love being one of the bosoms in this buddy patrol <laughs> If I'm a bosom and you a bosom, what are you? The brassiere Ah I you feel- to keep you from mischief <laughs> so that's, I assume, what they're for Ah, uh, the tit cleft or cleavage in modern parlance <laughs>
0: This is the regular features podcast The podcast that it's exactly the same
1: every week yes, indeed. For better or for worse, we're committed now We're never going to change We did, to like it We did it way before that podcast where they just watched one movie every week Which isn't that smart, is it? No. What the fuck? Do you remember that? There's a podcast where they just watch one movie every week we do this exact same thing every week. Make up our own well shit.
0: before. This is a world of invention, and what they do, just fucking sponge off other people's creations. Dickheads. Disgusts me. Us doing the same thing every week is a joke on the format because we do we never repeat a feature. Oh, is that true? Yeah, that's that's the that's the implicit joke of the intro. Oh. It's the only podcast that begins with an explanation of what the podcast is that is diametrically opposite to what it actually is.
1: QED Perhaps it's
0: counterintuitive and alienating to new listeners But we're sticking with it Because it's the best thing we've got This week, like every week I'll be giving you my top 8
1: tips To picking out the best Christmas tree From the Christmas tree shop I will be displaying an act of Solidarity and unity Among every British person on these fair aisles I shall be giving back some money to a reader who is a Patreon in the most
0: loving and ungracious way possible. <laughs> if you genuinely did that every week, we'd be broke, Log. Well... So stop it. <laughs> okay. Sucking <laughs> <laughs> so on my features like you wanted me,
1: calling me all the time. i
0: my behind all other time. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. I've got a cold. How does that feel? Uh, Very frustrating, because I've been taking anti-cold measures. I've been actively using antibacterial hand gel, to the point where people look at me and say, oh, there's Steve with his antibacterial hand gel. And last night, in a dream, I took it out of my pocket and used it. So even in my dreams... I'm cleaning my hands constantly. <laughs> what were you doing in the dream? Well, I was, our was... very own Lady Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting on a sofa. I, I had a cat on my lap. Mm-hmm. And the cat retched at the smell of the antibacterial gel. and oh, so oh, then you had no. cat
1: retch on your hands. So you had to double the dose. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. I know another dream you had. And it had to do with you sunning your anus. Yes. Let's uh, talk about it. Log wasn't hasn't listened to the last week's podcast
0: yet, but there, I, I am aware that Instagram influencers have been pointing their butts straight at the sun. Yeah, but- not just Instagram influencers, Log, but your friend Steve. Steve podcast. <laughs> Impresario Steve Oke, and a me influencer. Yeah. I know what I'm doing tonight in the baleful light of the moon. So, <laughs> well, listen to last week's episode log. We cover find out what happens if you do it
1: with the moon. That wasn't that wasn't even a feature. That was just a chat we had. It was so
0: good. And I'm fe- I seem to be repeating it verbatim. No, I love you. it. Uh,
1: but, but yeah, you I said you would do it and provide us with a review. And I can't believe it's taken me lo- this long to remember that. Lo and behold, I did, and it was literally your low was beheld,
0: <laughs> Beholded by, by the sun. It was the first, literally the first chance I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I was, I was up there. It was out there on okay. the on the roof of your block of flats. No, on or on the, the balcony, on the on the back of a flatbed truck driving know? through Central. London. Do you know what else is good? Oh,
1: like a really weird Teen Wolf, Br- brilliantly. This is why we're all on this podcast together. You've asked the same questions I have. I said balcony as well, and he rebuffed me. <laughs>
0: I didn't do it on the balcony because of the wind chill factor out there. It's not the, it's not appropriate weather to have your have your taint exposed to the elements. But I'm sorry, if you're on top of a van. I wasn't. That was a joke. Oh! <laughs> I was going to say. On top of a van being driven around central London with my ass pointed towards the So they'll
1: be able to get a lock to on e-
0: you if you're moving around.
1: <laughs> You'd have to expense that.
0: <laughs> I did it in my spare room through a window. So there was some greenhouse effect mm-hmm. going on, uh, which made it quite uncomfortably warm very quickly. And I also know why. She only holds the pose for thirty seconds. It's because it's hard to hold onto your ankles and raise your ass up like yeah, that for, okay. for very long. It's just kind of a yoga move, isn't it? It is kind of a yoga move. Yoga for your yoni. I <laughs> felt. <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> I I thought I I I could maybe do it in the downward dog position, but then uh-huh. I just thought I'm I'm prolonging something very ridiculous. <laughs>
1: and I, I am late for work. Were any 45 of the, minutes. Were any of the claims about its health benefits and immediate health benefits true for you? Did you feel more creative that day? Well, I immediately jumped up and punched a hole in the wall and screamed
0: seven book ideas <laughs> <laughs> and then ran out the door. <laughs>
1: Did you feel sexually charged? I had an Unsustainable erection (laughs) (laughs) Did you meet anyone from your soul tribe I believe was the term she used I didn't meet anyone from my soul Although maybe
0: All of my work colleagues are your soul tribe Yeah, maybe it made me realise that the soul tribe I was looking for Was right next to me all along
1: What if they were all What if everyone in that office had sunned their ass That morning And you went in and everyone knew But no one knew Everyone would be was beaming. Yeah, absolutely. I think if everyone have done
0: it, everyone would have just sort of given an unspoken sort of like smile to each other, saying, "I know, you know." Yeah, yeah. you have got more of a tan than <laughs> yesterday. It would have been a ripple through the office, yeah. and then someone would chant. Rachel did it. <laughs> and, and, not, and then everyone else denies it. Everyone says, Rachel, you dirty bitch. <laughs> and then someone stands up and says, well, I did it too. <laughs> well, I you're as
1: bad as she is. <laughs> the, yeah, the reason I was reminded because you sent me a text during the week saying you'd had a dream that someone had pictures of us having sunned our anuses. Yes. And I didn't even do it. I had a, vi- like a, I had a vivid dream that we
0: had as a joke, like maybe for the podcast art, um, Sundar Anusses... Is is it we
1: as in me and you, not the whole podcast cast? Me and and you, Joe. Yeah. We
0: we had thought that our genitals weren't visible somehow. (laughs) Oh, I
1: see. (laughs) By pointing our arseholes at a camera lens. So we thought it would be arsehole only. Yeah, and that would be okay. Like we would pushed our two asses way too close together. Yeah. As if just the top of the arsehole would get around. Yeah, I can can envisage it. In the image, we're both
0: smiling happily at, the, at the, oh yeah into the into the camera, but um, our balls and penises are fully visible, oh. and that's that's what embarrassed me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. And it's one of those dreams where I woke up and for about three minutes I thought that it had happened and called felt. the police <laughs> I called the police <laughs> on oh, myself and, and my parents
1: <laughs> shut the happening. <laughs> it's gonna happen again
0: yeah so yeah the, the, the sunning of the of the asshole and taint really went to my head in more ways than one it seems interesting <laughs> <laughs> ooh, squirty squirty, you squirty ooh, squirty squirty, you dirty
1: birdie. A gentleman in these troubled times, uh I find that searching for unity in the Great British Public is really a tonic for my daily existence, and I search for it on the reg mm. i look for common causes unblemished by bipartisanship is that what it's called tripartisanship in, any old in, in any old partisanship ring. i don't want it get rid of it i want unity and i think this week i found one for the for the british public you found one unity one instance of unity <laughs> no, I don't, and I don't it wait. came it came through odd means. A friend of mine posted on his Instagram story a picture of a menu item. Steve's <laughs> dick and balls. <laughs> Steve's Dick and Balls. And everyone agreed. Gorgeous. Um, it's not a flattering angle to see the dick and balls from. No, because they Yeah, there's no platform for them. They're just no. they're just there. But you would see how pert they were mm. if they stood or flopped. Anyway. <laughs> uh a friend of mine posted Also, the-
0: I know what your dick and balls
1: looks like According to my brain Oh, now. shit that, that means We'll you, talk about it later
0: That means you stand the very real problem Of having cognitive dissonance When he shows you his dick and balls in a second
1: <laughs> In an act of extreme unity I will show you them To bring your mind's eye and mine Wow Mine, My Bell end together Collapse the dream Inception style Oh
0: shit Maybe this is still the dream
1: Imagine imagine Killian Murphy Just got his dick out And the whole film ended (laughs) Can I look over your shoulder While you drop your trousers So I can see what you think Your dick and balls look like That would be Because yeah There is that weird thing Where you can't tell A mirror Makes it look Fish eye lens, bigger, and yeah, I, I only have funhouse mirrors in my house at the crotch level, just a just a layer of a strata of funhouse mirror for the old dick and balls. You get it just right, you can get it just just
0: two bell ends back to back with no shaft.
1: <laughs> yeah, like on tube windows when yeah. your feet go up and down. Yeah, I love it. I've never thought about dick doing that before. That'd be cool as hell. Right, a friend of mine (laughs) went on Instagram and he posted a picture of a menu item from Toby Carvery. and I was intrigued by it. Don't know him. Uh... Uh, And I I looked it up and I discovered that there had been not insignificant discussion in September about this menu item and it had passed me by. I went onto Toby Carvery's Facebook page and I discovered 1,600 comments from good British folk almost all in agreement that this menu item was worth discussing
0: <laughs> that was the sole bit of unity they all thought it was worth leaving a no, no, comment no, no, no.
1: I just don't want to just want to I don't want to blow my stack here guys okay. I'm now going to read to you an increasingly obvious list of comments about what this is and for the sheer Unity of it I'm going to play a song that everyone can agree is beautiful Andrea Bocelli's Performance of Conte Partiro mm. And I will read out A series of comments over this And you will see how the British public came together Over this <clears throat> There's quite a lot of the start of this It's live <laughs> Not even in the building yet I feel like live performances are harder for people to like Get copyright strikes on us That's or whatever true. happens it's like they can't prove he's
0: not here he right here with us
1: Andrea Bocelli <clears throat> This is an open letter from the British public to Toby Carvery It takes longer than I remember All right, pump it, Andrea. No. This is an abomination. Lock them up and throw away the keys. It's an embarrassment. No, this is out of order. I audibly gasped. This is horrific. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? What kind of fresh hell is this? (laughs) For Christ's sake. Oh my God. God has left us. (laughs) Oh good Jesus, what is this? This is wrong. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Unsure how to feel about this I don't know how to feel about this How do we feel about this? <laughs> that looks rank <laughs> Not for me Maybe younger people Curry one day a week is my suggestion Hello, police I'd like to report a hate crime <laughs> You've absolutely destroyed it <laughs> Toby Toby You'd be smoking something. Whoever came up with this should be publicly flogged. No, definitely not. No beef, no onion gravy. Not even if it were free. Is this some kind of sick joke? What have you done? This is a step too far. A disgrace to the Yorkshire pudding. Try doing something simple, like serving new potatoes as well as mash and roasties, then we can eat there with our daughter, who will only eat new potatoes. That's how you improve something. This is a really stupid thing to do the, to the British cultural inheritance of the Yorkshire pudding. How dare they? Well, that's ruined a great British traditional roast compliment. Your Yorkshire's taste of oil! <laughs> no. No! No! Please stop! How does this work? me old fashioned, but I like my Yorkshire pudding with roast beef. I am open minded, but I think that this is a little bit too out there. <laughs> bit weird. You can't just put anything in a Yorkshire pudding. It needs to actually go with it. <laughs> that does not look good. You need gravy, onions and meat. Preferably beef. Leave Yorkshire puddings alone. They go with roast beef only. Stop messing about with food! tried it. Cheese makes the Yorkie full of grease. Fusion food disaster. So, we've gone from Tex-Mex to Engmex <laughs> Lol. My two favourite food, but not put together. Dear Toby Carvery, you clearly know nothing about Yorkshire puddings. Serving them for breakfast is not an improvement. Serving them as a wrap is not an improvement. Serving them with bloody Doritos is not an improvement. Yorkshire puddings are made to hold gravy. Nothing else. (laughs) Looks Ming. Who wants a dry Yorkshire pudding stuffed with crisps? (laughs) (laughs) That, my friends, is a response to Toby Carvery's edition of the Nachos in a Yorkie Menu item four pounds ninety nine on the lunch menu at all Toby Carverys right now. Beautiful. Is that a big old Yorkie though? It's like it, they present it as big Yorkie with very high sides, which I think is almost with but a low bottom, which is almost impossible to make. Mm. High sides how can the bottom be any lower than the plate? Exactly. Well I'm um, not the, the <laughs> sort of merry poppins Yorkshire. They, they stick it right yeah, they they've got a sort of Japanese shabu shabu style <laughs> drop in the table so you can put your Yorkie in it. Uh but yeah, it really brought everyone together in thinking it's fucking gross. And it is. Fair if you enough. look at it, no thank you. Mm. So that's it. Britain is back. Britain's <laughs> back, baby. And it's all thanks to Toby Carper. Fuck you, Mexico. Get out of our food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now it's time for Steve's regular feature Steve's how to pick the perfect cryptic poo Now it's time for Steve's regular feature How to pick the cryptic poo <laughs> Yeah we heard it the first time <laughs> How to pick the perfect Christmas tree <gasps> I need to know this It's December I get it. the 3rd Steve We've already got ours up What if it's wrong well, just go ahead. Have you got your Christmas? Have you got your Christmas tree? Up? Yeah, we decked it out. Got, <laughs> I almost said it like a normal person. We got that ten quid string of light, light bulbs from Wilco's. They're mm-hmm. very nice, colour changing. Turn them all on; they all come on the same colour, which I didn't like at first. But luckily, they're so badly phased that they all go out of sync. Quite quickly. <laughs> uh, that's so great.
1: That's well done,
0: Wilk. <laughs> Wilko, you good lads. Maybe deliberately, imprecisely phased. Perhaps, mm. yes. And there's no control, so you don't end up... It doesn't go cycling through all this rapid flashing balls. Oh, I hate
1: that. <gasps>
0: <sighs> Living hell. <laughs> well, did you get a real Christmas tree or a we've, false Christmas tree? It doesn't we've exist. We've had our Christmas tree from last year out in the back garden all year, and it's lived, so we've got it back in. <gasps> that is the most eco-friendly way
1: to have a Christmas tree. Did you know that? I guessed it probably was you should have seen the amount of fucking water he dumped on it it's yeah. a disgrace all the rare
0: waters all the, all the yeah. rich minerals you did have to like kick some squirrels out of it as well oh, to bring I fucking it back broke in. their necks and fucking emptied the blood onto its spines it's, it's hungry get off my fucking tree you say as so you thrash a squirrel against a branch using its own tail as a handle for the squirrel. <laughs> you looked grad- you look gradually more and more horrified
1: by your own image.
0: Uh, as you all know, there are eight simple rules for picking out the perfect Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. They'll always try and they push the dutch trees to the front. Don't they? they want to get rid of the shit Christmas trees. And they'll try and usher you towards the, the the shitty trees, the ones they want to offload on, on, on people. But no... no. Yeah, if you just simply follow my eight rules, you will come away with the perfect Christmas tree for this year's Christmas.
1: Are you? Are you gonna uh, identify what you know the the itinerary of what makes up a perfect Christmas tree? I'm going to give you eight, but that's tips, tips to get it. But how do I know I've got it if I don't know what it is? These are the characteristics of the perfect Christmas tree. Does that make sense to you? Define your terms. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know I'm getting good content, man. People are paying for this shit. I think everyone else followed what was about to happen. Yeah, but society needs people like me. (laughs) Number one,
0: big. (laughs) The bigger, the better. Get a Christmas tree so goddamn big it brushes against the ceiling. If you can't find a big one, just get a small or medium-sized one and stand really close to it. (laughs) Two, good income. Make sure your Christmas tree has high earning potential and a stable (laughs) career in programming or design. If your Christmas tree isn't pulling down six figures, can it even call itself a Christmas tree? Three, drives a car. There's nothing more pathetic than a Christmas tree that doesn't drive around in its own car, so you have to drive it around to all of its appointments. <laughs> um, hello, you've got things to do. Check that your Christmas tree has a driving licence. four, a full head of long blonde hair <laughs> if your Christmas tree doesn't have a full head of luscious blonde hair all the way down to the floor say no thank you honey and walk right on out of there if it has hair that looks dry or damaged toss it some L'Oreal Elvive and try to make it work five good needles gently grab the inside of a branch and pull your hand towards you the needles should stay on the tree Six, fresh trunk. (laughs) The trunk should have a slight stickiness to it. Bend the needle in half with your fingers. Fresh fir needles should snap, while fresh pine needles bend and should not break. Seven, even coloration. Some types of Christmas trees will go from deep rich green to a dull grey green if they get too dried out. It's best to err on the side of caution and pick the greenest tree that you can find. Eight, horny You want a Christmas tree That's constantly down to fuck Get a Christmas tree That wants to fuck you Every time you walk Into the room Even though there are Children around
1: Can I Do I need to neg it? Do I need to neg My Christmas tree? Yeah Say things like Baby I like Deciduous trees Normally <laughs> Normally Pretty brave
0: Branch distribution For an evergreen <laughs> That will also work. Great. You'll be batting the Christmas trees away with your mm. negging tactics. You'll be like Mrs. Brown's from Mrs. Brown's Boys in that Christmas episode where she's inside the tree and it's spinning around. <laughs> you just made that show sound really good. That's. Occasionally, it's something you can watch with your parents and it shuts the fuckers up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Genuinely learned something there I'm going to go I've got a Christmas tree But I'm going home to check it Check how green it is And if it's Bits break
0: Stickiness Yeah Pulling Mine, your hand down Sticky bit branches. break Mine isn't that big
1: But it was that big last year That's really good It's It's, my, it's baby Did it So did it grow roots Or did you we just We had
0: to We put it in a pot And we changed it into a bigger pot Halfway through the year That's Because cool. it really fucking liked summer There was a point where it just went Oh, i was so tired. So we put loads of water, and it went. It was just shedding needles, so it could go. You don't think of Christmas trees as enjoying summer. No, you think of them more like polar bears, like just go. Oh no, don't. Oh no, (laughs) bloody hell! (laughs) This is really hot. (laughs) Thank you. What am I going to do, die? Sure. <laughs> no, I guess I'm just going to have to put up with it. Titty-titty-bomb-bomb, titty-titty-bomb-bomb, titty-bomb-bomb, titty-titty-bomb. Good man is my uh, way of good man. talking to um, men I perceive as masculine and proud in their masculinity in the pub. Good, good man. man. And then they walk off thinking, yeah, maybe I am a good man. Good man. man. Maybe I won't hurt anyone today. is <laughs> 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 Oops!
1: I don't know my own strength. <laughs> I tried to hug it, but I killed it.
0: <laughs> oy, oy, oy. Right. So I don't know if you've all up to speed onto this, but yesterday I had a very embarrassed message from one of our readers mm-hmm. and a, a patron who has been thanked more than once in yep. a, our post-feature epitaph. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, it's Nick, Nick Nicholas Popper-Constantinou, who is so beloved that he got his own jingle. Yeah. And um, he is, his little embarrassed message was, I've given you too much. How? On the old, um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. My question to him was, is this something that I need to warn other Patreons about? Or are you unique in your ability to fuck it up, Nick? <laughs> or was this a reaction to hearing a recent episode? Of, mm, I've definitely given that too much. <laughs> <laughs> given too much for that. Yeah, so maybe you can have your money back, but only if I can pump this for fucking content. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't walk up to a homeless person and say, ooh, sorry, that was a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, I can't
1: need back, actually. Could you break that I think I think this might be a genuine podcast first. I can't think of any other podcast that would take would be asked to give some money back to its loyal fan base and then make fun of them for it <laughs> on the same podcast. To make it clear we did give him his money back. Yeah he's got his have money. Have we back. done it? Alright, good. Yeah and everyone else listening, you can't have your money, but you've given it to us now. Are but- you called Papa Constantinou? Don't Is your name as good as Papa Constantinou? No. You,
0: you need not nine syllables in two of your names. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> or oh, you get
0: fuck. You get rock hall. <laughs> so here we go. So if we can go down to um, basically, I've written a little script in response. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can just imagine yourself uh, on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. um, there are lines in the script that I've realised do. Point to the fact that it's not on Christmas Eve But if you could
1: just work them into A time travel narrative Of your own devisation Good, I was really worried you were going to ask us To improv how to make them back into Christmas Eve readers use their minds Thank God Alright So, oh, hello there if it isn't Nicholas Papa Constantinou. Oh, Mr Log, my fingertips are ever so cold from all the weather outside. Can I warm them on your radiator before I start my back breaking stint in the Patreon mines? No.
0: My walnuts are roasting on that radiator, and I don't want your pissy missins rehydrating them with uh, mitten piss.
1: You're, you're absolutely right,
0: sir. Is this absolute creamy cornet bothering you? Ah, you horrid little tyke. Makes my blood and spit mingle.
1: Well, thank you for your consideration. In any event, good sirs, I shall begin my shift.
0: Too right. We don't get just enough money to make it worth bothering with this podcast without every Patreon dollar you can dig up going straight into our banks where we keep it. (laughs) And now to swill some tawny port around my mouth to soak up the tar from these very expensive cigars. And I shall plug my nose with roasted walnuts to disguise the smell of the sherry vomit I did in the fireplace. Ah, the homely smell of steaming alcoholic puke always makes me feel ever so sleepy. Yes, and uh, this wet, vomity mess has a particularly soporific... Ooh, bouquet
1: sirs sirs i've I've finished my fourteen days shift underground, saying, if you enjoyed this, please feel free to chuck us some chump change into a blue yeti microphone, and something terrible happened what.
0: You didn't allude to the low quality of the podcast, did you? And you'd better not have done a cheeky side gig for NordVPN, you greedy little shit!
1: No, no, sirs. It's just that I, I love you so much. You're my favourite podcast and you're ever so nice, so I tried to give you $20. But, and a Patreon website is so tricky to a man of my childlike naivete, and I gave you $60 by accident! In what perverse mirror
0: universe is that bad news? Well, oh, this is
1: wonderful!
0: <laughs> well, you've definitely earned you five minutes' weep in the staircase. Do you want me to lick the delicious snot off your face while you sob, Nicholas?
1: That's very kind, sir, but I need to spend that money on clamps and clips for my child who is just a ball of bones that we're trying to pull limbs out of for Christmas. My wife would love it if we'd got a forearm out before the general election. You
0: can't just give us something
1: and then ask for it back.
0: How would you like it if I put my fingers in your mouth, only to pull them out again and wag them at you like you'd been naughty?
1: If that'd make sir happy.
0: Get out of my sight, you grotesque flannel. Yes, you grotesque flannel that we've found down the back of a cabinet. Flannel that has dried into an arcane shape. Get out of our house. Uh,
1: one more thing, sir. There was, a, there was a ghost in the mines, and he said if you didn't give me the money back, you should expect a visit from anywhere up to three ghosts. But likely one or two, because, you know. Well, yes, three ghosts
0: does sound like a lot of effort. Why didn't he want to tell us himself? Isn't a ghost delegating a haunting to a living person poor casting? He he just couldn't be bothered. I think he was bored of the format. Well, that's absolutely fair enough. Especially when you're not actually one of the main ghosts yourselves. Ooh, you're going to see some ghosts tonight? Well, no shit, mate. (laughs) I'm going to dress up like a ghostbuster. That'll shit them up. Oh, this is going to be great. But first, let's have a big glass of sherry and a nap. <laughs> yes. Oh. Let's take great big huffs oh. of the fireplace. And just. <clears throat> oh,
1: yeah. Yes. I'm Michael Burke, host of Radio 4's Moral Maze, and I'm here to convince you that you should give Nicholas Papa Constantinou his money back.
0: Go on then, dickhead, take your best shot.
1: This money was given to you as the result of an honest error. At its very simplest, this ethical quandary is solved with an application of the golden rule that runs through all religious systems. You two are to do unto others as you two would like them to do unto you two, too. too. <laughs> But we don't have to give it back, though, because it's ours now. There can be no morality when there is no choice. Oh, that's good, because I want to keep the
0: money. Also, perhaps it's morally right for us to keep the money. Have you considered that Nicolas Papa Constantinou was going to spend it on... a
1: big bowl of Lady Drowning Custard? What? What's Lady Drowning Custard?
0: Custard you drown women in, you fucking idiot! <laughs> Wait a minute. I can't even see through you. Are you alive at all? Jeez Louise, what's a guy got to do to get hunted around here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, the 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 ghosts couldn't be asked. They're bored with the format. Fair. That's absolutely fair. So this year they thought fuck it, send hosts instead. Only a G shy of a ghost. Close enough when you don't give a shit. <laughs> no complaints here. That is acceptable. And on top of that, they said they'd let me get to second base with the ghost of Marilyn Monroe if I literally did them a solid. So if we give Nick his money back, you can motorboat Marilyn Monroe's tits. Oh. Fucking hell, I hope so. I-, I thought second base was just poking them with your index finger. Well, well, well. Well
0: now you've muddied the waters, haven't you? We don't know if Marilyn Monroe wants your mucky paws all over her ba ba pa's. Ba- 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 we cannot be complicit in such vulgar boob bargains. Bad luck, Burke. We're keeping the money and the moral high ground. <sighs> <laughs>
1: All right, I'll leave now, but there are still two more hosts yet to visit you tonight. Excellent. Well, oh, let's do that thing where we go to sleep again.
0: My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> 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 What's that? <laughs> Ugh, I'll get it. I'll pour another schooner of sherry. Steve? There's a load of flowers at the door. Let me see. Oh, it's a host of golden daffodils. Oh, yeah. Like off from the poem about that cloud had legs. Oh, isn't that nice? You know what? Looking at those daffodils makes me want to give Nicholas's money back. Hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it to nurture a sense of trust with our readers, whom we have grown to love. Good service inspires loyalty, and so makes good business sense, after all. And if we do it quietly and don't make a big song and dance about it, it'll be a quiet act of kindness with no theatrical, attention-seeking self-interest. Yes. Yes, it would be that. The ultimate moral good. Exactly what we have done just now. Cancel the third host, lads. You win. The end. And that's why it's important to be a moral person. Yeah. I'm very glad I recorded that conversation and will uh, play it to our readers. <laughs> oh, somebody tell me where my gone, my
1: Thanks so much for joining us for Regular Features. If you were moved by that last feature to give us money that you don't want back. It's easy to do it at www.patreon.com slash regularfeatures. It enters you into a special echelon of reader where you might get a
0: feature written about you <laughs> if
1: you decide if, you want your money back. If you're, <laughs> if you're rude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick is a love. Oh I, mean, I need to clarify that. I have said it before, but Nicholas Papakonstantinou is an absolute doll. Gem. But we are down $40, so we need your cash. <laughs> Bring up. it
1: in. We've, we've made some pretty hefty credit card charges. <laughs> I'd like to shout out
0: some of our most recent patrons. I want yes. to say some of, I mean all of. We have three new patrons this week. <gasps> Bumper. Three new and... Improved. Improved. Shut Why don't you tell me a little fact about these people, I hate this. Oh, no. <laughs> on the spot, on the spot,
1: Theo Ellis.
0: I shouldn't trust
1: you guys. At well, either. no, because we it's your fault for doing it all the time.
0: It is. is is his name Theo Ellis or the O Ellis? <laughs> it's Theo Ellis.
1: You're not clarifying a thing here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I, for one, I met Theo Ellis on a barge in the 1990s, travelling from Manchester to Stockport. And he was absolutely inappropriate. The way, the way he looked at me.
1: What? You sound like John Collins. <laughs> Christian Francis. Francis of Assisi was, in fact, Christian. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> nice. I did it. And Are you Har- calling him a sissy? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Pixel.
0: I like how he gets smaller with every generation <laughs> Great that was, a, that
1: was well
0: worth it Look, no did. one listens to this bit anyway It's
1: fine, we don't have to redo it We always redo it
0: <laughs> We could just redo it Without trying to put the fact in Oh, we could do it like Oh, you've been visited by three ghosts Of Patreon past, present and future We should have done it that. There was three of them, it was built in, baked
1: into the format Let's just pretend it happened <laughs> Yeah
0: Come back next week, where we'll have more regular features just for you. And you, yeah, you know who you are. Not you, though. Oh, Stop it. listening.
1: <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Regular feature.